Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Welcome to the Leveling Up podcast with me, George Swift from Bigger, Brighter, Bolder. I'm also the founder of BBB Success Groups for Ambitious Entrepreneurs and Extreme Growth Masterminds. The Leveling Up podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desire. We're here to give you the inspiration, the motivation and to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget to tune in every Monday and Wednesday where we do mindset, attitude, and personal performance, and of course, business growth content. And on Fridays, we do our Friday five-minute fix. Subscribe to this podcast and never miss an episode. Okay, so today's episode, today's content is very close to my heart. We have an absolute quarter of a session coming up for you right now. It's all about making sure that you are inspired, motivated on a day-to-day business so that you can survive, last the distance, so you can go the distance. The truth matter is success is a long game. You're not going to be successful because you're highly motivated for a day or for a week or even for a year or two. You need to be highly motivated day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. And you know what? For really big success, decade after decade. The way you stay motivated is you must love day-to-day what it is that you are doing. I want you to have ambitious long-term goals. Those big dreams that we yearn for are really high motivators for pulling us forward and making us you know, continually get up and get going. However, they are by their very nature in the future, in the distance, and therefore motivation can fail us when the rewards and the payoff feel so far away potentially. The day-to-day activity that you perform in your business, if you are motivated and inspired by that stuff, you will consistently be rewarded in a way that keeps you showing up and turning up time after time. It will massively impact your productivity and your personal performance. And of course, therefore, it has to have a massive positive knock-on effect to the outcome that you create in your business. In other words, the success that you are creating. So today, what we're talking about is loving the hell out of everything that you do. The process for getting there must be as rewarding as the getting there. The getting there, the achievement of the goal, that's the cup, the trophy, the banner, that's the status, you know? That stuff is really alluring, okay? It's powerful stuff for motivating us. It's powerful stuff for stimulating us. However, we want to, we need to absolutely love the process for getting there. If we don't love the process 
of getting to the goal will never be inspired or motivated long enough to ever, ever achieve it. So if you're in this game just for the outcome, I'm telling you now, you'll probably never see the outcome. If you are... You know, if you're trying to lose weight just so you get to the end goal where you wear the bikini you want or you get in the dress size or you get to wear the suit you want or whatever it might be, if you're in it, right, the the health and the fitness and the weight loss, just to get to that goal, you'll probably never get to that goal. The people who get to have what it is that you're trying to have are the people that love the process for getting there. They love the gym. They love the discipline, the focus. They love the health. Does this make sense? They love the gym. They love the exercise. They like sweating. Does this make sense? I once had a client once to lose weight she said the problem is I don't like sweating and she said I want to get fit I want to get healthy but I don't like sweating and I'm like you know what you're going to struggle people who like are fit and everything else they love the sweat they enjoy the sweat they're rewarded by the sweat and that's why they continually show up and keep sweating as opposed to this lady of course that had kind of pathological kind of phobia to go into the gym because she didn't want to sweat it's the same for everything and I'm going to labour this point to death today because I know you're going to get it very quickly but I'm not just speaking to you it's your unconscious that I want to get to. But also, I want to keep hitting this home because I want you to take action from today's content. I don't want you just to listen to this and go, hmm, that George guy is really smart and interesting. Please think that anyway. I want you to do something with what it is I'm actually sharing with you today. I want to help transform your life today, make it much more enjoyable today. But I also want that to lead to a much more uh, rewarding future. I want you to hit the goals that you're setting for yourself, the ambitions that you have for yourself. So in order to get there, the outcome, the goal, the achievement, you need to enjoy and love the getting there. Does this make sense? You've heard it before, life is a journey, not a destination. Well, it's both of those things, okay? Goals are the same thing. Goals are destinies and their destinations. Destinies, destinations, and, and they're also the journey, okay? Goals are the journey, and they are the destination. It's the two things that go hand in hand. If I'm just aimlessly wandering around my life, I don't feel particularly purposeful. If I'm aiming towards a really powerful goal, a really big dream, a vision that inspires me. I feel purposeful. I feel meaningful. It gives purpose and meaning to my activity. But if I'm willing or wanting or somehow thinking I can defer feeling successful or feeling good about my life or enjoying my life until I achieve this goal, number one, what a waste of life, okay? And number two, as I said before, you're probably not going to be motivated or inspired enough to even achieve it. So let's have a look at this. You set up your business to do what it is that you do, okay? So if you're a coach, for example, you set up your business so that you could coach. If you were a private tutor, you set up your business so that you could tutor people, kids, for exams, whatever it might be. If you're a dog groomer, you set up your business to groom dogs. If you're an accountant, you set up your business to do people's accountancy, okay? That's why you set up your business, probably. You also maybe had ambitions that you wanted the freedom, the lifestyle and the money and everything else, okay? They're the deferred rewards. They're what you're working for out there in the future. However, fundamentally, most business owners I meet, whilst they might have big aspirations on money and lifestyle and that, fundamentally, they set their businesses up to do what it is that they do and they love what they're doing. If you don't love the main service you're providing your business, you're really in the wrong business. You know, if you're an accountant but you hate accountancy, you know, you're never going to be successful. And guess what? You're probably not that happy either. If you're a coach but you don't like coaching, forget it, right? You need to find something else. I'm working on the assumption, the presupposition that you do love what it is you actually do in your business, okay? That you love the majority of the delivery, okay? The product, the service that you are delivering. 
If you don't, you definitely need to do a little bit of reevaluation, okay? Because you're probably in the wrong game. We are entrepreneurs. We have an, an amazing degree of entrepreneurial freedom to do what we want for who we want, the way we want, and when we want. And we have all this amazing freedom there. So why would we settle for being in a business or delivering a product or service that we don't even enjoy? Okay, that'd be crazy, right? That'd be crazy. That's what other people do. They work for other people, right? They do shit they don't like. They do, they, you know, they, they, they do things that they don't enjoy. They work with people they don't necessarily get on with. That's what you do when you work for someone else. When you're the, the boss, when you run the business, none of that. You shouldn't be sacrificing any of that stuff. Okay, so I'm making that presupposition that you do love ultimately what it is your business actually does. I'm going to start from that place. If not, you've got other problems you need to go and solve first and foremost. Now, the next thing is this. There's probably a lot around your business that you don't love doing, okay? Now, if you're just starting out in business, this content is really valuable. If you've been around in business a little while longer, it's absolutely really still valuable because you need to come back and reevaluate all this stuff because we're evolving. This whole podcast about leveling up. So every time you level up, you're evolving. You evolve, your business evolves. You evolve, your business evolves. And as you evolve, the rules can change. So when you start up your business, for example, you start it up, as I said before, because you love what you're doing, you're passionate about helping people, and you love doing what it is that you do, right? That's where you start from. For your business to grow, however, there's a shitload of other jobs that you probably didn't really sign up for that you need to do in order to make your business more successful. Some of those may excite you, some of them may inspire you, a lot of them don't, okay? You're an accountant because you want to do accountancy, but now you're having to do sales or networking, okay? Maybe you're coach, but you're, 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 you're not just expected to coach, but you're also expected to go and do some social media stuff, to go and marketing stuff, to go and do sales, to go and do cold call, whatever it might be you're doing, okay? There's a lot of other activity in your business, finances, you know? You're a salesperson, you love sales, so you set up a business so you can sell products and services and everything else, and then what happens is you end up also having to do marketing, or you're also having to do finance, so there's a lot of stuff in business, a lot of tasks that you need to do. And a small business owner typically has to do the majority of them. As you grow, of course, you get to outsource or you hire people in. You can start to offload some of those other tasks. However, no matter where you are on your entrepreneurial journey, there's probably a degree of stuff that you love and a degree of stuff that you don't love. And the stuff you don't love is the stuff that's not happening, even though it's integral to the growth of your business. I'm betting that sounds familiar to you. So here's the thing. I'm not going to be like unrealistic here. I'm not saying you have to love every single aspect, right? That's how I started this podcast off, right? Love everything you do. Here's the thing, right? If you love like 80% plus of what you do, that's probably enough to stay highly motivated, inspired. Why wouldn't you try and go for the 100%, right? But ultimately, if you love 80% of what you do, 90% of what you do, you're doing pretty well. Does this make sense? You're doing okay. The other 10%, 15%, maybe even 20%, you do it anyway, right? You don't enjoy it. You do it anyway because it has to get done. Maybe you do it short term, then you outsource it or you farm it off or you get someone else, you hire someone in to do it for you. But there's stuff there, you can get on with it, that's okay. But if you're not liking half of what you need to do, it goes hand in hand that you're not going to be having a great time. And not having a great time in your business absolutely goes hand in hand with not being productive in your business, which obviously absolutely dictates that you're not going to be successful in business. Therefore, whilst it might sound fluffy to love what you do, it is an integral part of personal performance and also business success. So if you love 80% plus, you're doing okay, right? The chances are, however, that you probably might not love 80% plus or 
the 10 or 15% that you don't love doing is really important to your business growth. Let's say sales, for example. I know a lot of people, they set up their businesses and then they have to go and do sales and they never signed up for the sales. The problem is that sales is probably the most important activity you can do to grow your business. And if sales falls in the 10%, even if you love 90% of what you're doing, but sales falls in that 10%, it's such an integral part of business growth. I would really urge you still to pull it out of the shadows of do it anyway, I'm hoping, but the chances are most people don't do it properly because they don't love it. But even if you are disciplined and driven and you're doing it properly, okay, but you're not enjoying it, it's such an important integral part of business growth and your long-term success. Get it out of the shadows, fall in love with it, find a way of loving sales, okay? If you love sales, you will be successful. This is the only guarantee I can give any business owner. If you love sales, you will be successful. You may have to change the product, you may have to change the service, you might have to play around with what clients you serve, there may be all kinds of things you need to fix. But fundamentally, if you love sales, you will inevitably, eventually always be successful because that is what ultimately drives success. But let's have a little look at this. I'm going to use some analogies and some examples here, okay? You want to have that big goal. So, you know, when I think about actors, for example, actors, you know, they understand that acting is a career and a job and it doesn't require just acting, okay? But people watch actors at the Oscars and all they see is the actor, you know, after 30 years of being an actor, 30 years of struggling or whatever it might be, or 30 years of just putting everything they've got into everything they do, then they get the Oscar, right? And they win that Oscar and then there's loads of people watching the Oscars thinking, wow, I'd love to be an actor because that moment, you know, it's like watching a, an athlete, you know, and you see the athlete and you see the Olympics and you see someone who wins the gold medal and most of us, right, most of us sit there in our armchairs thinking, wow, that would be amazing. We get so caught up in it. You know, we might even shed a tear or so for our athletes. We get so caught up in that victory and there's a part of us that connects with that and thinks, wow, I would absolutely love, love to get that gold medal. And maybe there's some younger people out there who even start out their journey as athletes because they see you know, their heroes picking up these gold medals or picking up the Oscar, whatever it might be. And it starts younger people out on those careers. Very quickly, however, there's a massively uh, rude awakening because whilst it's immensely important to have a dream, okay? It's really important to have it. So for example, the, the sprinter will want the gold medal, the actor will want the Oscar, the, uh, the football player wants the FA Cup or to play for his country or for her country. The Formula One driver wants to win the championship. Whilst they all have these big goals, these big dreams, these big ambitions, it's really important to have that focus. And it's really powerful. And maybe the dreams when they were kids and they had the pictures on the wall of their bedrooms was enough to get them started and everything else. The bottom line is that you have to love the process of that success. They have to learn to love it. So the actor, very quickly, I assume they don't just want the Oscar. I assume they love the idea of being an actor and being in film. So let's assume they love acting. This is like you loving what it is that you actually do in your business. They love acting. But guess what? They also have to love the rehearsal process, the learning the lines. They have to love the character development. They have to love being on set and being around you know, the cameras and the technology and all the people and the camaraderie. They have to love that, okay? If they don't love it, not only will their experience of what they're doing 
be massively deteriorated, but also, of course, their performance will also drop. Now, we know there's signs, you know, that there's, there's um, anecdotes of actors out there that don't like their directors and don't like working with other actors and don't like whatever. We know that, right? It must not be easy for these people, okay? It can't be easy. It's like the pop star that doesn't like, you know, doesn't like being on stage or something. You know, they, they just want to make songs and put their music into the world, but they don't want to have, you know, they don't want to be on MTV or they don't want to do interviews and that. It must be bloody hard work for them. Trust me, okay? You want to love every aspect of what you do. Um, the sprinter, for example... I assume they love running, okay, as well as wanting to win the gold medal. Um, but they also have to love the gym. Most sprinters, they spend longer in the gym than they ever do out on the track, okay, doing other stuff, non-running stuff. They have to love the discipline, the, the, the discomfort, the pain that comes from training at that level. The endless training, endless training. No one's watching, no one's cheering, there's no awards, but endlessly pushing them, pushing them, pushing themselves. They have to love the nutrition, you know, they have to love the sacrifice they make around their, their, their lifestyle, their nutrition, all kinds of things, right? They have to love that. Otherwise, it's just hard work. And can you ever imagine a, an athlete ever going the distance and becoming someone even competing in the Olympics, let alone win the gold medal, if they didn't get on with those other aspects of being a, a runner? It's not going to work, right? We all have up days and down days, but trust me, you've got to love all these aspects. The process, the process of being a runner, the process of being a, a competitor, the process of winning a gold medal. Love that, right? Love that. Football player. You know, football player, yeah, of course they love playing football. Of course they do. Most boys and girls and that, they kick the football around the playground. They fell in love with football. Maybe they kicked the ball around the house as well with dad and everything else. And then, of course, they go and play football at school and whatever. Then very quickly they realize it's not about playing football, right? Being a football player is about everything else that supports playing football. You know, being on the pitch, in the rain, day in and day out. The drills, the, 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 the monotony of just running through cones and zigzagging and backwards and forwards and the, the constantly shooting. The goalkeepers that, that save, I don't know, hundreds of goals every single training. Just there, there and training the left and training the right and training this. And then all the gym work, again, that we're talking about that goes into beer. The endless traveling around. They don't just sit there and roll out and kick a football around at lunchtime. They have to travel all around the country, all around the world. If you don't love the whole of that process, right, of course you're going to be an uninspired footballer. And if you're an uninspired footballer, how are you ever going to make it to the FA Cup final? How are you ever even going to make a career out of this thing? The last one, Formula One driver, right, my last example. So you know what? I'm hoping a Formula One driver loves driving. That's number one. When you step up into Formula One, however, you know, you spend a lot of time in the car not racing, okay? Whether it's just sitting there being fitted for the car, doing tests, just doing laps, doing setups on the car, whatever it might be. There's a lot of sitting in the car that isn't racing. In fact, there's even more outside the car than there is inside the car. All right, so they're spending all that time around the pit lane, hanging around the car. They also spend a lot of time in the gym, working out, training, the testing, the, the, the never-ending testing that needs to happen, testing different tire compounds, different setups, different over and over and over and over. If you don't love that part of being a Formula One driver, you're never going to land the Formula One job. You're never going to be in the game, let alone be in the game long enough in order to ever make it to a championships. So here we go. The last thing, this is my summary for you, the last thing, right, or the least thing, I should say, that an actor does is actually act, okay? The least thing that an actor does is act, 
right? They do everything else around. It's been longer, some of these people, losing weight in the gym, getting ready for the role than they ever do spend actually acting in the role. They can spend two years sometimes prepping for a role that they shoot in a handful of months. So the least thing that an actor does is actually act, okay? Statistically speaking, they are very unlikely to ever win an Oscar. The least thing the sprinter does is actually race, and it's very unlikely they're ever going to win a gold medal. The least thing a football player does is play football, and they are very unlikely to ever win a cup or play for their country. And the least thing a Formula One racing driver does is race, and they are statistically very unlikely to ever win a championship. You want the big goal, but the truth matter is the Formula One driver statistically is very, very unlikely to ever, ever win that championship. But here's the thing. If you love the process, if they love the process of being in the shout of having it, being in the prospect or the possibility of achieving that outcome, if they love the process, they've already won. And in your business, if you love the process of growing the business, you love the process of what it takes to level you up, to level your business up, to continually create more success in your business, while statistically, you won't be a billionaire. Statistically, it's so unlikely. In fact, statistically, you're unlikely to make a million pounds in your business. Very few businesses hit a million pounds, right? But even to be in the shout or in with a shoot, What's the word? Shot. (laughs) To even be in with a shot of achieving the million pound turnover or being a billion. Whatever it might be, you have to love the process. You've got to be in the game long enough to be in with a shot of achieving the outcome. You're never going to be in the game long enough unless you love the entire process. If you do love the process, then there's a chance you might achieve your massive vision, your massive goals. If you don't love the process, you won't. It's as simple as that. If you don't love the process of success, creating success, you will not be successful. If you do love the process of creating success, you might be successful. I can't guarantee you, but you might be successful. But here's the thing. If you love what you do day to day, if you love the process of the achievement, not just the achievement itself, then you have already won. So I want you to think very quick before we sign this one off today, what is it that you should be doing that you're not doing? And then have a look at that. And I'm willing to bet a lot of that is because you don't enjoy doing it. So even though, you know, we're well-adjusted adults, we're well-adjusted human beings, we're still driven fundamentally like we were when we were kids. The stuff we like, we enjoy, we do. And the stuff we don't like and we don't enjoy, we don't do. The difference is in your business, you probably don't have your mum or your dad prodding you all day long to do the stuff that you need to do in order to get the result. So you don't have your mum saying, you know what, I don't care you don't want to go to school, you go to school. I don't care if you don't want to do maths, you go and do maths. I don't care if you want to do your homework, do your homework or you don't go and play football. Make sense? So we all had these lessons and then we become adults, we say, right, I'm never, never need to be answerable to anyone else again. And unfortunately, you do need to be answerable to someone, you. You need to set the rules, you need to set the tasks, you need to set the focus and then you need to make yourself do it. You need to do the stuff you need to do in order to get the result you want. You need to be the disciplinarian in your own life. You need to be disciplined yourself and do it. 
and then you get to have the result. The easiest way of doing what you need to do on a consistent basis is love the living hell out of it. Take those tasks that you don't like, that you don't enjoy, but are absolutely integral to growing your business and find a way of loving them. Find a way of enjoying them. Find a way of respecting them. If not, you're going to keep your business down. You're going to keep your success low and you're never going to level up. A big part of leveling up your business is you have to take the passion, the love you had for delivering the service and bring it to the business itself as a whole. And then if you want to scale that business, you then bring that love and that passion to the scaling of that business. It's possible as you grow your business and scale your business, you get more and more detached from the coalface, you know? You don't get to see the client's eyes when you're delivering this service as your business grows. And that, if you're, if you're only motivated by that, you know, seeing the impact that you're having face-to-face with your client, you can see how you can never scale your business. So often with smaller business owners, I say, you know what, you've got to find the same love, the same purpose, the same mission and passion that you find or you found when you looked at your client face to face and they said, thank you for that. You've you've helped me so much. Or you see that product and you see it being enjoyed. You've got to find a way of taking that to the next level. So take it as you level yourself up, as you start to move yourself out of the business and you start working increasingly on growing the business and scaling the business, you still need to have that same love, that same passion for all all aspects of your business in order to level up and grow. When you start your business out, of course, you have to do pretty much everything yourself. You've got to try and find the love for all those activities, okay? Enjoy them and you'll get to the place where you'll be successful enough to have the money that you then get to outsource them away. But here's the thing, you hate sales, you don't do sales, your business doesn't grow, you're stuck with sales forever. Or you want to do sales for long enough in order to get rid of sales, but you don't enjoy sales, so you don't do it well enough in order to really get the results to ever be able to afford to outsource sales. The antidote is love sales so much that you enjoy sales so much that you do so much of it that you quickly become successful enough potentially to start outsourcing some of those sales, by which point you may or may not want to outsource sales because you might enjoy it so much. That's the solution. To summarize, love the process of achievement every bit as much as you may love the achievement itself. If you do that, you've won already. Thanks for being a part of this podcast. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to subscribe. If you are a business that's currently doing 20, 30, 40, 50, or 60,000, and you want to know what's it going to take to take your business to 100K or more in the next uh, 12 months or less, get yourself onto my fast track webinar. You'll find it at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk forward slash fast track, all one word, biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk forward slash fast track. You'll see the webinar there to sign up for and it takes you through uh, the awareness but also challenges you as the business owner do you have what you need to have in place in order to take your business to over 100k or more in the next 12 months or less look forward to seeing you next time until then as always be successful Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up.